What is going on, everyone? I wanted to make a quick uh, video, video for you guys, depending on how you guys are consuming this or podcast about why gyms fail. And so um, I've been doing a lot of looking into this recently because I've been looking into what gyms did and changed during the recession um, of 2007, 8, 9. Uh, to adjust and oftentimes the things that happen during those periods are the things that really boost profitability because it's like only when there's lots of constraint um, do we get to see like massive changes in how they how we conduct business right and so um, the number one reason that micro gyms uh, fail is because they don't know what business they're actually in and that's because they lack context and so um, some of you guys may know just from the industry data that um, that I've pointed out that like lifetime fitness is um, is like $99 a month. Equinox is, starts at $99 a month. And a lot of these nicer gyms are at $99 a month, which means that they're in shooting distance of the industry average price point for CrossFit boot camps, semi-private facilities, et cetera, which is $118 a month, right? That's the actual average, not what people say, but that's the actual average. And um, what's interesting is that if you look at what those types of facilities offer, so most of them have high-intensity training classes, uh, CrossFit classes, or they call them like cross-training or whatever they want to call them, but basically it's CrossFit, right? And so they offer comparable services to what we as microgym owners are offering, except they also have marble bathrooms and beautiful countertops and massive 100,000 square foot facilities with uh, beautiful equipment and daily usage gyms and nice lockers and all of these things that we don't offer, and they're offering it at $20, $30 less uh, per month. So sometimes we think that we're like, well, we're, we offer the best classes. We don't, you know what I mean? Like they have really high paid trainers that they do the same things as your trainers do. Right. And so like, I want to be like super real about like why gyms actually fail. And I think it's lacking context into what business you're actually in. You're not in the fitness business, despite the fact that you have fitness classes at your facility. I'm going to say it again. You're not in the fitness business despite having fitness classes at your facility. Because if people wanted that, they would go to the nicer facility that has equal or better training classes um, with better ancillary services, the juice bar, the nice bathroom, the huge gym that goes with it so that if they want to do extra workouts, they can, the pool, the racquetball court, all of that stuff for less money than you're charging, right? So what business are you actually in? And so a lot of time, a lot of, for those of you who like know our stuff, there's three main things that we sell in the console, right? It's fitness, nutrition, accountability. All right. Those are the three things. Now, some of those places don't offer the nutrition. So that's a plus point that we have, right? That's one other thing that we're doing. We're, we're approaching the person from a holistic standpoint. The third thing is accountability, right? And so accountability is, is, the, is the overarching umbrella, but it's the main value add that you really offer as a facility. And the reality is that a lot of people are like, yeah, we have a community and that's what people stay for and that's what they love. And that's true. That is actually why people are coming. But most gyms aren't actively doing anything to actually foster true accountability. And so they're surprised when they consistently have 10% plus month over month churn or they can't get people who go on trials or front end programs to stay, right? And it's because the actual thing that you're providing is not any better than what those people can get at Lifetime or Golds who, who have their own, you know, CrossFit version. Um, like all these gyms have adapted to that. They've incorporated all of the, the large group, um, barbell, large group, um, high intensity, all that stuff's there. Like it's there, it's done. And so if you want to compete, right, you have to know what game you're competing at, 
right? And so the things that you're actually selling, the things that people actually come for are not the, they're not the sessions. That's not why they're coming. That's not why you get to charge $150, $200 a month plus, right? That's not why, it, that's not why. It's because if they don't show up, you reach out to them. It's because if they have a birthday or someone dies in their family, you send them flowers. It's because you write them a handwritten card every month. It's because you offer premium service. Not premium classes, not premium facility, because you don't, let's be real, you don't like, you're like, no, we're better, you're not. Like just, you're, you're probably not, I'm just being real. Like you're probably not because you have access to the same trainer pool, except there's more prestige in saying that you're a personal trainer at Lifetime or a personal trainer at Equinox than it is saying I'm a personal trainer at you know, Joe's Fitness. I'm just being super real with you. There's not more prestige there, right? And they have more opportunity for one-on-one -on -one trainers, one-on-one uh, -on -one training clients who are probably higher SES, socioeconomic status, like more income, right? So there is more opportunity for a lot of those trainers there. So like, so why would someone work for you? Why would they be better? They're probably not. And so if the only competitive advantage that you have is your accountability and your premium service, are you actually offering premium service? Probably not. And for everyone who does not understand that that's actually the game you're in, that's actually the game we're playing, that's what we, that is our competitive advantage, you're going to lose. Real quick, guys, if you can think about how you found this podcast, somebody probably tweeted it, told you about it, shared it on Instagram or something like that. The only way this grows is through word of mouth. And so I don't run ads, I don't do sponsorships, I don't sell anything. My only ask is that you continue to pay it forward to whoever showed you or however you found out about this podcast that you do the exact same thing. So if it was a review, if it was a post, if you do that, it would mean the world to me and you'll throw some good karma out there for another entrepreneur. And so right now, if you don't have processes in place to make sure you hold your members accountable, to make sure that if they don't show up by Wednesday, you're checking in with them, to make sure that you're touching base with them at least twice a month outside of the classes, just to see, hey, Paul's check, how you doing? Hey, how's life? How's everything going, right? This is Maggie, you can all say hi to Maggie. If you, if you don't have those, those processes in place, then what game are you playing, right? Do you know the game that you're trying to win at and might not actually be? And so, um, I wanted to just make this because a lot of people aren't sure what game they're playing or they're, they think they're playing a game and they can consistently are losing and they're like, why am I losing members? Our classes are so great. Everyone says that our classes are awesome. No one cares, right? Like no one cares. It doesn't matter. It's about everything that is not in the class. It's everything outside of the fitness. The fitness is what they come for. It's the burger, right? But everything else is why they stay, right? That's what separates your facility from lifetime, from Gold's XFIT from, you know, Equinox. Because if you're just competing on that one level, you're going to lose. Like you are, like, you, like we can't compete on a facility basis, right? If you're like, that's why when guys are like, I'm gonna go spend all this money on equipment. I'm like, you're not gonna win. Even if you put 30 grand in equipment, you're still not gonna win. That's not the game, right? Like they spend 10 million on a facility and then they ask for a hundred bucks a month. You're not dropping that, right? Like you're not gonna beat them at that game. So don't play that game. You're not gonna beat them at the, great sessions game. I mean, you should have absolutely cordial trainers and they should be knowledgeable and they should be friendly and they should say everyone's name when they come in, which is something that some of the big gyms don't do because they don't know who they are, right? But like, you need to take that personalization aspect, that accountability aspect, that community aspect and put it on steroids. Like if you're not running members events, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like if that's, you're like, we're here for the community, but you don't have a community events. Like we're all about family, except you don't have, you don't know everyone's name and your trainers don't know everyone's name and they don't welcome them by name when they come in. 
Like, like we, we really care about our members, but when your members actually have life events, you're not writing them a handwritten card. You're not sending them flowers. You're not, you don't even know, right? So do you, or do you say it? Or do you do it? Is it actually part of your business? Are you, are you doing it on a regular basis? Do you have processes in place so that it's consistent, right? And that's the game. That's the game we're in. And so if you don't know what game you're playing, it's really hard to win, right? And so I'm just making this video for you, for those of you who are might, not, who might be new into our community, right? Welcome. But that's the game we're playing. And if you are not playing that game, you're going to lose and always wonder what, what, what's going on. My sessions are so great. I'm such a good trainer. I don't know why people aren't staying. It's because your classes don't matter. That's not why they stay. That's not why they come. Well, they come a little bit because of that because they don't know, right? But that's not why they stay. Because if you look at the comparisons that they have, every other gym will beat you in virtually other every category that some people are trying to compete at. So play the right game and optimize your business around the competitive advantage that you actually have. And that is the game that we play. And that is how we have premium services. And that is how you retain members. And that is how you make a robust business that isn't that doesn't waver when someone loses a job, when someone gets a decrease in pay, when the economy turns down, whatever, right? Because you're such a high, high, like you're so high on the hierarchy of needs for that person that they'll do anything to stay in it. Does that make sense? So um, if you don't have those things in place, if you're not reaching out to your members by Wednesday, if they haven't showed up, if you're not regularly like providing value to them outside of the gym, if you're not creating member events, if you're not doing things for charity with them so that they can feel part of something bigger, if you're not recognizing them by name, if you're not writing handwritten cards to them every month to show them that you appreciate, if you're not celebrating the life events that happen outside of the gym to show that you are more than just a gym, then you're going to lose. And so I would like you to not lose. So um, that is my recommendation. If you all are on here, thank you. Um, say some of the things that you guys do to show that you go above and beyond on the non-fitness side because that is the game we're in. We're in the premium service game. We're not in the fitness game. All right, guys, lots of love, uh, and I will see you guys soon. Ah.